today's daf is daf Yutes. We are holding uh, towards the top of Yutes Amid Aleph. Actually, the top line, Amalei Abaya. So let's just, we really smack in the middle of a sugya. So let's just review the end of yesterday's daf. The Mishnah made a broad statement that Stam Nadarim Lahachmir that if you have a situation where a nether was made without the appropriate clarification, a person said, I want this loaf of bread to be like salted meat. And we know the expression like salted meat could be one of two things. It could mean like a carbon which needs to be salted before it's put on this bayach, which would be a dabra nodr, which would be the valid way to make this loaf of bread uh, a binding with a nether. Or salted meat could mean avarazara, and in such a case, it's not a davar nadar, it's a davar asr, and you would not be able to make this loaf of bread prohibited uh, through a nether. So we say that stam nadaram lahachmir is that when we are have, have not been able to determine which of the intent, which was your intent, we take the stringent uh, position, and that you are bound by the nether and the loaf of bread becomes usher to you. That's the, uh, was the, uh, uh, thrust of the, uh, at least the first part of the Mishnah. The Gemara asked a contradiction from the Mishnah in Taharos that there it says, a, when you have a suffix of Nazirus. Now, the case is, is going to be brought in later on, and it's important to mention what exactly the case is over there. The case was that they had a, uh, a, a, a silo or a storehouse that uh, uh, a person said that if there is a hundred kur in the storehouse, I accept on myself to be a nazir. Right? And by the time they got to measure it, it either had been burnt down, it was stolen, it was lost. So they're stuck. Why are they stuck? Right. So it's a sofeg nazirus. So there we say sofeg nazirus lahakel. And that he's not binding as a nether. The problem is, Nazirus is a subcategory of nether. And nether, we said, that a Savik nether is Lahachmir. So why by Nazirus are we saying that a Savik Nazirus is Lahachmir? That was the contradiction between the two Mishnayas that we had yesterday. And that came along, uh, Reb Zeira, and he said it's Lokasha. Why? It's two different Tanoic opinions. Now, even though we have the Girsa here of Abliezer, the Rishonim say it's actually Rabbi Lazar, so it conforms with the rest of today's Da'at. But, uh, the, uh, the, the case over here is, hold on a second, that the case is talking about that, uh, that, that the, the, the that it's, the, the way we reconciled was that it was, uh, one is going like Rebeliezer and one is going or Rebelozer and the other one is going like the Chachamim. Now where do we see Rebelozer and the Chachamim that will disagree whether you have a Stam Nazirus is Lahachmir or uh, as Al Mishnah would say subcategory of Nadorim or you would say is Lahakel. So the more brought down the following situation that a Koi right is an animal that According with different opinions, what a koi is, but there is uh, the uh, overwhelming majority assume that a koi is an animal that we're not sure does it fall under the chaya category or does it fall under the behema category. So now, if a person made a statement that all of my chayos, I am being makdish to base on migdash, it's a nether, right? Or all of my behemos, I'm being makdish to base on migdash. Now. Among his possessions is this animal that is a koi. Now, is that included in his binding statement? Because if he said chayos, it might not be a chayos, it might be a behem. If he said behemos, it might be a chayos. And we have a machlokas tanoim over there, whether it's included or not. According to uh, Rebbe Liezer, you're not makdish the koi. A person does not include in a declaration that he makes something that is a suffix. A person does not include a suffix in his declaration, and therefore, it's, it's not. and according to Chachamim, no. The fact that it's a suffix doesn't mean the potential that it's possible that it is included in your declaration makes it bound 
by your declaration. So what Rabzeiro wanted to suggest is that Lechora, what they are arguing about conceptually is whether or not we say that Stam Nedorim uh, and as a subcategory of that Nazirus, you go Lahachmer or Lahakel, and therefore the way to reconcile our Mishnah with the Mishnah in Taharas is our Mishnah is going like the Chachamim Shita, which is Stam Nedorim or Nazirus also would be Lahachmer, whereas Rab, uh, the 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 the, uh, the the Mishnah in in uh, in, in Taharos would follow the position of Rabbi Eliezer that just as he said, you don't include a koi in your declaration because it's a suffix, the suffix is not included, that there would also be the position of uh, the, the suffix nazirus, which is lahakel, that would be the situation, the position of Rabbi Lozer. That's where we left off yesterday, according to these Rabzeira, reconciling the two Mishnahs. Everybody with me? No. Comes along Abaya. Abaya says as follows. Now, the next few lines of the Gemara actually have, have uh, difficulties in, in, in terms of the, 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 the logic and uh, the, the, the shock of Atariya. And in fact, there are others that have completely different girsa here because of these problems. The Ran maintains the girsa that we have in the, uh, in the Gemara. And therefore, and he explains how we can avoid some of the difficulties. But let's go through it. So Amalei Abaya. So Abaya says, B'mayo kimta l'sofek nezirus l'hakel k'rab lezer. How have you uh, explained the uh, Mishnah in Taharos, which implies, which it says, says that a sofek nezirus is l'hakel. You're saying it's going like the sheet of Rabbi Lozer. Amos Sefer. Look at the second part of that Mishnah in Taharas. Now, what does it say? The second part of the Mishnah in Taharas, Perek Mishnah Beis. What does it say there? Safek Bechoros. Right? There, what about if you have a situation of a Safek Bechoros? Now, Safek Bechoros can fall into one of three categories. There's the Bechor of a person, right? Firstborn to a woman, right? You have to be doing Pidyon Aben. You have to take five sloyim and be powdered from the Kohen, right? Now, the case of the Suffolk over there, let's say there were twins. One was a boy, one was a girl. And we weren't able to clarify what? Which one was born first? That's the case of a Suffolk Bechor, because if the male was born first, then the halachas of Bechor would apply. You have to give your five sloyim to the Kohen. But if it was the female that was born first, but the midwife, whoever it is, was not able to ascertain which one actually was born first. So that's the case of Suffolk Bechor. Then you also have with the animals. There's two categories of animals. There's a Suffolk of the uh, of Behemoth Tahora. A Behemoth Tahora, an animal that is born, that is the first born animal to the mother, has to be given to the Kohen. Has to be given to the Kohen. Now it depends. If it does not have a blemish, the Kohen has to take it up and bring it to Yerushalayim as a carbon. But as a blemish, you can make a barbecue, back, backyard barbecue out of it, no problem. So in a case over there too, whether let's say it would be a situation where it's a suffix, was it a Bechor, was it not a Bechor, that would be another situation. And the third case is by a non-kosher animal, a donkey. Because there is a special uh, halacha that Petr Chamor, the firstborn of a donkey, has to be exchanged for a sheep, right, at, at, this, at the same value, and that sheep is then given to the Kohen. So you have three categories of, you can have a Bechor, and each of these categories involve a Suffolk, and that Mishnah in Tahara says, Suffolk Bechairas, Echad Bechor Adam, whether it includes Bechor of a person, or Bechor, Echad Bechor Behema, or the Bechor of an animal, whether it's Behem Batmea, whether it is Behem Tahor, whether it's the donkey, or it is the, the, the sheep, or the, the kosher animal. When it comes to the Kohen claiming that it should be given to him, so now we're talking about a monetary issue, because the Kohen has a claim on it, but the, the rule by monetary rule uh, is, if you can prove that it was the male that came first, then I'll pay you the five slaughter, then I'll give you the animal, then I'll exchange it for the sheep and give you the sheep. But if you can't prove it, so that it's a financial thing, then I get to keep it. However, and this is the way the Rishash is playing the Gemara, but Tani Allah, the Bryce focuses on the fact 
that it says specifically that Legabe, the financial part of it, we say Motsi Bechaver of Araya. But the implication is there is Isurim involved. What about the Isurim involved? Now this specifically applies by the case of the animal. An animal which is a Suffolk Bechor, right? It's a Suffolk whether it is got Kedusha of a carbon. And if it's got a suffix with the kedusha of a carbon, you're not allowed to do certain things. You're not allowed to shear you're not allowed to shear it, you're not allowed to work it. That's got nothing to do with Amotimikhavero Alavaraya. So the the farmer doesn't have to give it over, but the stringencies of what it might be if it is a Bihar are still applicable to him and he would not be allowed to shear it and he would not allowed to work it. Okay? Batani Allah, the Asurin Bagizabod and the Brysa points out from the fact that it only mentions on the financial piece you say Amotimikhaver Alvaraya. We're not saying you don't have to deal with it a Bihar at all. It means you still have to deal with it Lakhumra, you have to be worried about it. Now what do you see over there? You see over there that we're going Suffolk, uh, Suffolk Deraiso. Clearly, the, 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 the author of this Mishnah holds that if you have a Suffolk where there's an Isser involved, what do you have to say? Yeah, you, you have to go Lechomra. So the Gemara is asking like this. The Gemara is asking that how can you say the first part of this, uh, this Mishnah is going like Rebbe Eliezer that holds that in a case of Nazirus, you'll say a Suffolk can go Lakula, you can go lenient. Lechora, how could it be Rabbi Lezer was held by a Suffolk, you're going lenient? If Lechora, the next part of the Mishnah says, when it's a case of a Suffolk Bechor, there clearly the Tana holds that what? That you go strange, you'd have to go Lechumra, right? That is the, that is the question, okay? That is the question that, uh, that Abaya asked of Zaira. Now, the answer is so partial, which is part of the problem of it. It's such a simple answer that what even what the question was, so that we have to get to. But really what the Gemara is going to answer like this. Abzaira is going to answer, one second. He says, the reason why Rabbi Lazar held that you say by a Suffolk Nazirus, as well would be in a case of a Suffolk Nether, that you go lenient, because we say that a person doesn't make a declaration that would tie up in a case of a Suffolk. The declaration is supposed to only when it applies to things that are definitive, not to things that are Suffolk. That has nothing to do with the case of Bechor, because the case of Bechor has got nothing to do with your declaration. It's got to do with the Matthias, what was born first, so therefore, over there, Rabbi Lezer could hold that you go, or Rabbi could hold you go Lechumra, whereas in the case of Nazirus or Neder, you'd go Lekula. Now, the answer is such a simple answer, such a simple uh, distinction, that the commentaries deal with what, what exactly was Abaya asking Rabzeira to begin with. Okay, so let's see. Amalei, Why are you comparing, Rabaya, why are you comparing the Kedusha that comes on its own? What's the case when the Kedusha comes on its own? The case of Bechor, the Kedusha the Kedusha that comes through the declaration of a person. And therefore, you cannot... You cannot ask me from the second half of the Mishnah that it can't be Rabbi Lazar because you see you're going Suffolk Deraisa Lechumra and he said by Nazirus you go Suffolk Lekula. That's the different reason because there the question is does a person include himself as a Suffolk in a case? That is, that is the, um, that's the response. Now, two, uh, there's a number of different difficulties but two that have to be addressed. The first thing that has to be addressed Abayah is asking this as a question on who? On Rabzeira, right? The Chorah, so the Ran says, but, but this is a question, do you hold this is a good question? This is a question, it's a contradiction in the Mishnah itself. This has nothing to do with Rabzeira. Whoever the Tana of the Mishnah is, if you understand like Abayah, that the Chorah, the, 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 the first case, whoever the Tana is, would be Rabbi Loz, would be anybody else, says that a Suffolk Nazirus you go Lekulo. And the second case is Suffolk Bechoros. You go Lechumra. Why over there Suffolk Deraisa you're going Lekulo? And here you're saying the Suffolk Deraisa is going Lechumra. You would have that contradiction either way. Right? So, so, so that's, that's a problem. I mean, so how do you understand the Gemara? Why is Abayah a, 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 a asking this on Rabzeira? Abayah should ask this in and of itself. So, so... So the Ran answers as follows. The Ran says is that really what Abayah is asking as follows is that real the the the, the it was Rabzeira who wanted to say that the first part of the Mishnah goes like 
Rabbi Lozer, right? Now, if it wasn't for Rabzera making that statement, Rabbi Lozer only made a statement. When did Rabbi Lozer say by Nazirus, you go lenient? Where did he say it? He didn't have said it by Nazirus, actually. He said it by the case of the Koyim, right? Now, you could have said, you know why in the case of the Koyim you go lenient? Because the case of the Koyim involves a person's assets. So involving a person's assets, maybe you say that over there, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be, uh, you, you'll be, uh, I'm sorry, the other way around. Uh, the, the case of Rabbi was the case of the assets, and there by the case of the assets, Rabbi was the one says that you are, uh, he said, no, he said that you are lenient, lenient, okay? So now, the, 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 what Abaya, Right, what, I'm sorry, what Rabzeira wanted to say, that that Rabzeira says by the assets, also would say the same thing by a person himself, in the case of Nozer, in fact, the person himself. If it wasn't for Rabzeira, you could have just said, no, Rabzeira holds, when are we lenient? We're lenient when it involves your assets. But if it involves you yourself, then maybe he would not be so lenient. Maybe he'd be more strict in such a case where it involves yourself. So therefore, but who says that no, the same leniency that you give to Rabzeira, uh, that you give by assets, you also give to the person himself, that statement was made by Rabzeira. Now once you tell me that therefore you're not making a distinction between assets or when it involves yourself, so then already, then, then, then you're creating a problem that, that, uh, that, that, that the, the contradiction between the first part of the uh, Mishnah and the second part of the Mishnah because otherwise what we could have said is like this we could have made the distinction we could have said you know whoever the first part of the Mishnah is he's saying you go lenient in the case of Nazirus because the case of Nazirus involves the person himself to involve the person himself the person would not tie himself up in the case of a Sophic the second case by the case of Bukhar that's not dealing with an, uh, 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 the person that's dealing with Assets or something. So therefore, over there, maybe that's where we would go stringent. But since you see that Rabbi said that in the sheet of Rabbi there's no difference between assets and birds himself, that's why we can't give that as an answer, and that's why we have the actual question. On that comes along the Gemara and saying that that either way you can't compare the two because a bottom line is the first part of the Mishnah is talking about something where a person is making a declaration. We're making a declaration, you're not including a something, so that's when you go lenient. But a case of the Bechor is not involving a declaration, so then we would go L'Chumrah. That is the, the, the answer of Zerah's giving. But says the Gemara Vai to Eli'ikash Akash, but if you do want to ask a question on the way Rav Zerah understood how to reconcile our Mishnah with the Mishnah in Taharos, that, that there is a machlokas here with Yestam Nadorim when Aziris will be Lahakel or Lahachim. If you want to really ask that question, you can ask it from the following. Now, we learned this in Sugyen Psachim, we learned the Sugyen in Chagigam. It's a very intricate halachas, Tumas and Taras. Let's try to make it as simple as possible. There happen to be three positions as to whether or not the Torah, on a, on a Torah basis, liquids can become Tomei and transmit Tomei. The only thing we really see in the Torah is that how do liquids work, especially as one of the seven liquids, right? They can cause a food to become susceptible to Kabul Tuma. means if a food, right, touches a liquid, you have an apple that's, that's been picked, and it comes into contact with water, comes into contact with the seven liquids, that apple now is susceptible to Kabul Tumah. But the liquid itself, intrinsically, or it itself, to transmit, that you don't see necessarily from there. But there are three shitas. What are the three shitas? So the most severe shita, the most stringent shita is that not only can liquids make something susceptible to Kabul Tumah, Liquids themselves can become tome, and not only can they become tome, yeah. they can transmit tome as well. That's the most minat Torah on a Torah level. The second shita is is that you're right. Liquids minat Torah can become tome, but they don't have the capacity 
to transmit. That's only on a rabbinical level, but not Minat Torah. And you have the third, which is the most lenient shita, that it's all Midrabonan, that liquids in and of themselves are not susceptible to Kabbal Tumor, and not only that, they, and, and, and for sure they cannot transmit Tumor. Only, only, only on a rabbinical level can they become Tumor and transmit Tumor. Those are the three shitas that are involved. Now, What's going to be the difference? The more it's going to bring down. The difference is going to be that if you hold that the susceptibility or transmissibility of tumor is a derisa, then if you have a situation where it's a sulfate, did the liquid become tome? So sulfate derisa, you would have to go lechumra. Whereas if you're dealing with uh, a, that, that, that these didim are only rabbinical and you have a shila a suffix did the liquid become tame or not then what would you say you go linear you go lakula that would become out being a difference let's see this inside and then we'll have to circle back around back according to the Ron how this is a question on Rabzeira's understanding that the reconciliation between our mission and Mishnah Taras is going like the shita of Rivalia so let's see someone says like this says if you want to ask a question this is the way you're going to ask the question that if you have liquids and it's a suffix did they become tome concerning their own susceptibility of becoming tome tome there you have to say you have to be concerned that what they became tome but in all, but if the question was that even if these liquids were tame, but the question is, did they make something else tame? There, the suffix makes it that it is tahor. Dibre Rabbi Meir. Now that's the sheet of Rabbi Meir. So now the more understands that, and that's clear that Rabbi Meir's sheet is that the susceptibility of a liquid becoming tame that's a derisa. The transmissibility of tumor from the liquid to something else that's only a drabon. Therefore, but the suffix. The only case you're going to worry about is the liquid itself being tame vis-a-vis itself. But in terms of touching something else, it's not a problem. Because the only way it transmits tume is to Rabbonon. And if it's a suffix, then you can go lenient. That is the sheet. When you say, I'm sorry, that's the sheet of Apollo. A Rameh, right? Rameh, yeah. When you say susceptibility, you just mean that liquid has the ability to make something else. No, that's transmissibility. Susceptibility means that it can become tummy itself. If Sherrod touches the water, does that water become tummy? That's his Rameer Rameer holds that yes, water can become tummy, it just, I mean, I told her, but it doesn't transmit to him. Therefore, you have a suffix, did the Sherrod touch the water? So therefore, that's a derisa. But whether or not, if the Sherrod did touch the water, but whether the water touched the apple, or the water touched something else, that's only a derabonon, did it transmit the tumor, and therefore, that would be a suffix derabonon, and therefore, we go lakulo. That is what Rameer Shita is. Now, what's the problem? The Chena Yorabalaza, that's why they changed the gears of him before, because we're and ask him this Rabbi Lozer on the understanding of Rabbi Lozer it's not Rabbi Lezer, it's Rabbi Lozer and so too Rabbi Lozer would hold Omer Kidbar would hold like him which means what does Rabbi Lozer he holds like Rabbi Meir what does he hold? he holds that where it's a Daraiso you go Lechumra where it's only a Darabonon you go Lekula now that down says one of this for me Svirale Rabbi Lozer now the Gemara says like this does that is that really what Rabbi Lozer holds? Right? That what? Litame, tame, that a liquid concerning itself, concerning its own susceptibility to become tame, that is, it, it has the ability to be not told to become tame, and therefore if it's a suffix, you're going to be mocked when you say it's tame. Bahatani, we learned in a brysa. Now this is a brysa that's brought down in Masechah Sochim. What does it say? That liquids, minatoro, do not become tomei. Now the chorah means not become tomei, means they don't become tomei and they don't transmit tomei, it means at all. Not at, right? That liquids, minatoro, have no capacity to become tomei. And Teda continues, Rabbi Lozer, I'll prove it to you, Sharei Ha'id, Yossi ben Yo'ezer ish Treda. That Yossi ben Yo'ezer, he came from the man who came from a place called Treda, and he was one of the Zugais, one of the early, early uh, Zugos from the, from the Tanoic era. He stated, he testified that the homosexual idiots, all the testimonies, if you remember that Rabbi Gamliel was uh, impeached, and, and then on that day that 
Rabbi Lozav ben Azariah took over. There was a whole bunch of, this is one of those testimonies. What did they testify? A number of things. Al-El Concerning, El Kamsa is a certain, uh, grasshopper. Certain gum that's kosher, that it has the simonim of kosher, so you want to go ahead and eat them, you can eat them, not a problem. I think the Temanim still have the sign of which grasshoppers today are kosher. And also concerning the liquids that are found in the slaughterhouse, the basement the slaughterhouse in the temple. That in the slaughterhouse in the temple, the liquids, the, wa- the, wa- the water, the blood, are considered to be tahor. Now what's the point over here? Why would the Chachamim say it's tahor? Must be because those liquids are only susceptible and transmit tumor on a rabbinical level. And we know that in the Beis HaMikdash, things that are only rabbinical, sometimes the rabbi said that there was a reason that we don't, we're not, we don't keep that. In why? Because they didn't want Korbanus to become Tomei only because of a rabbinical level. So therefore he's bringing a raya that you see liquids are only Durabonin. Because the horror of the liquids became Tomei Durabonin, then you can't make that leniency in the Beis HaMikdash, right? Now, actually, there is a machlokas Rav and Shmuel how to understand the testimony of Yosi ben Yoezer as to what the leniency in the Beis HaMikdash was. So Hanicha, so this would not be problematic according to Shmuel. The contradiction we're asking in Rabbi Lozer over here between what he said that he agrees with Rabbi Meir and what Rabbi Lozer said that he said that the halacha follows Rabbi Yosi ben Yoezer, that would not be difficult according to Shmuel. Because the Amar Dachen Militama Acherim, Amatumas Atma Yeshbahen, that he learned that Rabbi Lozer and Yosef ben Yoezer, when he testified that there was a leniency done in the Beis HaMikdash, it was only in terms of transmissibility. To transmit tumor from the liquid to other things, they were lenient. But not in terms of the liquid itself becoming tummy. Now, that's how you learn what Rabbi Yosef ben Yoezer said. And then that's what's been quoted by Rabbi Lezer. Then there's no problem over here because that's actually Rabbi Meir Shita. That would come out very good. It would come out that, that, that they were not lenient concerning its own susceptibility, because that's the rice, they couldn't be lenient on it. But transmission, which only drew upon it, that they were lenient on, which fits what Rav Meir said. And when it's a suffix on its own susceptibility, you've got to go lechumra. When it's a suffix on transmission to something else, then we go lekula. So then it comes out, Rav Lazar can hold like Rav Meir, and what he's testifying about, what Rav Lazar said, it's all the same opinion, not a problem. But that only works according to Shmuel. What's the problem? He says, Ella Lerav, but according to Rav, you're going to have a problem. Lerav de Amar Dochein means, Manish means completely Tahar. What does it mean completely Tahar? Not only, the base of Mignus, not only is there no problem of, trans, of transmitting Tumor from a liquid to something else, but they did not worry about the susceptibility of a liquid becoming Tomei, because what? Because the liquid itself, Right? Because the heart of the liquid itself, they were lenient and said that the liquid itself is not problem in the base of Mikdash. So the Chorah, my Ikka what are you going to say? Because the Chorah comes out very difficult. Now let's understand, what exactly are we asking over here? We're saying over here that the Chorah, Rabbi Lazar Shita is, that, what was he saying? He was saying that a liquid, if it's a suffix, if a liquid is a suffix as to whether or not uh, it became Tomei, right? Rabbi Meir said, Yavich Machmir. Rabbi Lozer agreed with him. But now, we know why Rabbi Meir says you have to be Machmir. Why does Rabbi Meir have to say you have to be Machmir? Because it's a suffix Daraisa. We just showed that what's Rabbi Lozer's position on a, uh, a, 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 uh, a liquid According to Rav, he holds that it's only a Durabonon, which is why in the Beis HaMikdash they were lenient on it. Would come out that Rabbi Lazar Shita is that you say Suffolk Lechumra, not just on a Daraisa, but his Shita is you say Suffolk Lechumra, even on situations where it is Durabonon. Now you have a problem, because if that's true, then how could he say that by Nazir, how could he hold that by Nazir, you go a Suffolk, a Nazir is Lekulo, which is a Suffolk Daraisa. If he holds, you have to have a Durabonon, you say a Suffolk is Lechumro. So if a Suffolk on a Durabonon is Lechumro, Kalva Chomer, then a Suffolk Durabonon, you would say Lekulo. This is the way the Ron explains the problem going if you hold. Now the only question we have is that 
What about the case of the Kui? There, in the case of the Kui, right, that's a Suffolk de Raisa, that's not even a Suffolk de Rabbonin, and there Rabbi Lozer said, you're lenient. And how do you explain the case? So the, the Ram says that there were different opinions what a Kui is. There's opinion that a Kui is like a third, like other. Today when you fill out these forms, they right, male, female, or other. So Kui is other. It's not a Chaya, it's not a Behemoth. But, and therefore, according to him, it's not a problem because it's other. That's the, that's how you'd have to save shot. That's why he's lenient by Kui. Not because it's a suffake and if you go lenient. That's how you would have to learn it. But anyway, tomorrow says like this. So, Elo, so we're back to our question. Meaning that the way Rabbi Lozer wanted to interpret, this only was a problem because Rabbi Lozer wanted to say that, that the Mishnah in Tahara that says by Nazirus, a suffake Nazirus, you go lenient. He's going like the sheet of Rabbi Lozer. We showed Rabbi Lozer is machmer even on a suffix de Rabbanon. If Rabbi Lozer is machmer on a suffix de Rabbanon, for sure he's going to be machmer on a suffix de Rabbanon. So how could he be the author of the, of the statement that as suffix nazirus you go lenient with the suffix de Rabbanon? That's the Gemara's question. And therefore the Gemara now has to retract and come up with a new solution to reconcile which two statements. Our Mishnah that says suffix nadorim you have to go Lechumra. And the Mishnah in Tahiros, which says that a Suffolk Nazir, you go Lekula. That has to be reconciled in a different manner. We cannot do it the way Rav Zeru wanted to say. So, Ella, Har Rav Yehuda, Har Rav Shimon. The one is going to say the same idea, that it's a Machlokas Tanoyim, but not involving Rav Lozer, but actually involving Rav Yehuda and Rav Shimon. Where do we see the Machlokas of Yehuda and Rav Shimon? That's the case of Nazir. The son who learned in Hebraisa, Harani Nazir and Yezbe Kriyazeh Meyakur. The case over here is there was a pile of grain, and the person says, I am a Nazir, if in this pile there's a hundred kur. Right? And then the problem is, so what does he have to do? He has to go measure. If there's a hundred kur, triggers him becoming a Nazir. There's no hundred Now what happens is, by the time he gets there to measure the pile, what happened? Something was gone. It was stolen or it was lost. Now it's a suffix. Is he a Nazir or is he not a Nazir? So if Yehuda, Matir, Yehuda says, Suffolk Nazirus is Lekulo. We're lenient. Rab Shimon, Oyster, Rab Shimon says, no. Suffolk Nazirus, you go Lechumra. Now, using those two sheets, now we can explain the difference between our Mishnah and the Mishnah in Taharas. The Mishnah in Taharas that said, Suffolk Nazirus Lahakel, we could say it's going like who? Rab Yehuda. And our Mishnah that says that Suffolk Nadarim is a Hachmir, then the Nazirus is a, is a, is a subcategory of Nadarim. That'll go like Rab Shimon. The Gemara says we have a problem with that. It means that technically you could give that answer, but it's going to be a problem with our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah, who you're saying goes like Rab Shimon, not like Yehuda, actually one of the opinions mentioned in our Mishnah happens to be who? Rabbi Yehuda, and we're going to see, he agrees that you say by Suffolk Nadorim, you go Lahachmir. And therefore, how could you tell me that his position is that it be Suffolk Nazirus is Lakula? That's the one I was going to ask. So the one says as follows. So says, Barami to Yehuda, to Yehuda, why, how are you not, are you going to reconcile now? Because you can have a contradiction between two statements that are made by Rabbi Yehuda. L'chaira, me, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, are you telling me that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a person does not bind himself if he puts himself in a situation of suffix, and that's why he holds that a suffix nazirus is lakula, because a person would not put himself in that situation. What are you going to do with our Mishnah? But I mean, I'm going to ask you a contradiction. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says like this, Stam truma Yehuda, that in a case where a person said that, that my loaf of bread should be like truma. Now, truma could either mean truma that is given to the truma salish that is separated in the base of Amigdash from the Masla Shekel, which is, ba, which is a nether-based Kedusha, and therefore would be, uh, would make it, uh, would create a problem that your loaf would become oser. Or truma could be based on the grain that they separate, which would not be a binding, but in, but he said it without clarification. Now, if you're living in Yehuda, so he said in Yehuda, they're familiar with both. They're familiar both with Trumas Alishka and with Trumas Agoren, and therefore Asura, that's where we have to say that it's binding. 
Uber Galil, but if you're in Galil, where it's in uh, there, it's Muteris. Why? Because Galil was far from Yerushalayim. They were not familiar with Trumas Alishka, and therefore, when they referred to Truma, it specifically referred to Trumas Hagorim. Right? And therefore, that's for sure a, not a binding nender. Time of the Amekirin. Now, it's clear that Rabbi Yehuda says it's because they weren't familiar. But if they were familiar with Trumas Halishka, right, which would be like Yerushalayim, even if it's not more predominantly one over the other, let's say it would be 50-50, still, what would Rabbi Yehuda say the halacha would be? In such a case, you would say that that loaf of bread becomes usher. Why? Because he holds that Stam Nedarim, you have to go lahachme only when it's clearly indicated one way or the other, but not when it's a sotek. When it's a sotek, go lahachme. So you see that even according to Yehuda, a person does place himself in a situation of uh, of stringency, a sotek that he go lachumra, and therefore back to our question. So therefore, why don't we have a contradiction now between how can you say Yehuda is the author of sotek nazirus is lahakel? He's the author of that mishnah. And our Mishnah, which is says, God, I come you have a contradiction. Said both Rabbi Yehuda, you have a contradiction. So now, the Girsa here, according to many Shonim, is El Amarov, is giving a new answer. Now, Rav is going to give a very interesting answer. Rav says like this, it could be Rabbi Yehuda holds that a person, when it comes to like Nidorim, a person includes himself, or in the case of, of, uh, 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 of, of Koi, right? A person would include himself as Suffolk, and in, in, in involving uh, that that that, that Suffolk is bound with his de- declaration. The only time he wouldn't do it is if by doing this, the case of Suffolk is going to be more stringent than the case of Vadai. What I mean by that is as follows: to say that somebody's for sure a nausea, okay, that's one thing. But to say a person might have meant that because now he can't measure. The, the hundred, there he's putting, making himself a nazir as a suffix. He's not a for sure nazir. Why is he not a for sure nazir? Because there might have been, right. Now, the thing is like this, he's going to be stuck for life. Why is he going to be stuck for life? Because to be able to remove naziris, what do you have to do? You have to bring korbonus. We're not going to let him bring the korbonus. Why can't we go to Because it's a suffix, we can't bring korbonus. Chulin and Alzara, it might not be. So that's what Rabbi Yehuda would hold. Rabbi Yehuda would hold that when do I say by Nazirus you go lahako, that's in a case where the suffix, and the suffix can be worse than the case of Vada. But in a regular case of Nedra, where, where the suffix is not worse than the Vada, that's where, and that then therefore you can, you can say that Rabbi Yehuda could be the author of our Mishnah. It's not a contradiction in our Mishnah. And he could also be the author of the statement that was made in Taharos. Oh, in Taharos. In Taharos, right. So what is that like this? So Gabe Kri, concerning the mound, right, Kasavar, that could be Rabbi Yehuda Holst, where the Sopek is going to be more stringent on the person than Vadai, right? Lo mail nafsheh a person does not include himself in a Sopek to mess himself up that he could never discharge himself. So ilu gabe nazir vadai, because if he be a nazir vadai, megaleach, he can go through the third days and do the shaving and maybe korban, bring the korbanas. Venechal, something should they take it out. Nechal doesn't have to do with it and eat it, whether they eat a korbanas or not, it's not the issue. I'll speak but if it's only a suffix, we're not going to let him bring the korbanas. Why aren't we going to let him bring the korbanas? So therefore, that person doesn't include himself in such a situation. Right? So therefore, so basically what Rubber wants to answer is, that do a new answer, is that yes, you have a contradiction. Our Mishnah seems to be suffix Nadar and you go Luchumra. Right? And the suffix, and, and, and we find that Mishnah and Tahara said suffix Nazir, you go Lakula. We said it could be both going like Rabbi Yehuda. There's no contradiction. Why? Because when the suffix is worse than the Vada, then for sure you go lenient because the person did not mean to include a situation of suffix. Whereas a person who, uh, whereas the case of Mishnah where the suffix is not worse than the Vada, then the person does include himself in the Vada. Now, it says it more like this. So he says like this, one sec. Not every Nazir gets to discharge his Nazirus. There's something called a Nazir Olam. Nazir Olam is a person says, he's accepted himself, I'm going to be a Nazir forever. And if you say, I'm going to be a Nazir forever, you don't have an issue with the Korban at the end of the discharge. You know I mean? And now when, when Rabbi Yehuda made the statement that by Nazirus, 
or the Mishnah in Zaharus is saying, Stam Nazirus, you go lenient, he doesn't say specifically a regular 30 day Nazirus, it could be another, could be, and therefore your answer doesn't work for that category, because according to you, that situation should go Lahachmir, because the only time you say Lakula is because the person didn't include himself because he doesn't get stuck with the Korbanus, this guy's not getting stuck with the Korbanus at the end of 30 days, why? Because it's going to be a life Forever. Forever. So, so what are you going to say? How can you say the Mishnah Tahar goes like the Yehuda, it doesn't work in the case of Nazir Olam. So he says like this, we're going to learn Masechus Nazir, but very interesting, even in Nazir Olam, there is, after a certain amount of time, if his hair becomes too heavy, like he feels like weighed down by his hair, we allow him to, rem- to shave, but then he has to bring three korbanas. There's a procedure to make his hair by another Olam, but he has to bring three korbanas. Which means, therefore, this guy is not going to be able to do it. Why is this guy not going to be able to do it? Okay. Because since he might not have been a Nazir Olam, if you said, I'm Nazir Olam, there's a hundred kur in the pile, we don't know if there's a hundred kur, and it's going to come out hurting him worse. Why is it going to hurt him worse? Because there's a time when he would need to bring korbanas. It's true not to discharge himself, but to be able to take the haircut. Therefore, that even if he meant Nazir Olam, we would say you go lenient as well. That's the more answering. So Amalei Nazir Olam Nami Sveik Ochomer Mivada that a Suffolk situation would be worse for him than a Vada. Because in the case of Vada, Hichbitzara, his hair becomes too heavy on him, Mekel Bitzara, he can lighten the load with a razor. And then maybe Shalosh Behemoth will be three korbanas. But he was Sveik, but he was a Suffolk, we're not going to allow him to lighten the hair because he's not able to bring the korbanas. So therefore, light. So therefore, fine. The Lord says, I agree with you, but there's a third type of Nazirus. Mirza Shem will learn as well. It's called the Nazir Shimshon. Now another Shimshon, it's another, it literally means another like Shimshon. In such a case, first of all, it's Olam, it's forever. But if you use the word Shimshon, you're not allowed to even cut your hair, even when it is too heavy on your head. You're not allowed to cut it down. Now, so the one is going to ask, so therefore, uh, therefore, the point is, if, if when he said, Stam Nazirus is Lahakel, it could even be a Nazir Shimshon, why would it be Lahakel? It's not a Suffolk case that's more worse than Nevada, because there's no Korbanus in such a scenario. Sigmar says like this, Lechayra, what about Haraini Nazir Shimshon, Amar Nazir Ma'ikul Amemar, how are you going to explain the Maseches Taharos, that you go Lahakel? Sigmar says like this, Nazir Shimshon is so specific, that a person, when he just says Stam, Hareini Nazir, he might mean a Nazir for 30 days. He might mean a Nazir Olam. But he would never mean a Nazir Shimshon. Because the only way they refer to Nazir Shimshon is not a Nazir Stam. The only way you refer to Nazir is when you say Nazir Shimshon. So we have no way, it's not, we, it, to say that when a person says Hareini Nazir, he goes Lakula, that's Pashit. I, what about the case of Nazir Shimshon? He wasn't referring to Nazir Shimshon because he was referring to Nazir Shimshon. What would he have said? He would have used the terminology Nazir Shimshon. Amalei Nazir Shimshon like Tanya. That's not being taught because that clearly, that does, as Ron explains, that's not being referred to as a Stam Nazirus. So when you say Stam Nazirus is Bahakal, it's only Nazir and Nazir Olam, but not Nazir Shimshon. Okay. Ask the more like this. I, Amalei, Bahamar Rav Ada Bar Avo. So the more ask the question that, uh, uh, so Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, I guess it is, asked Rava that the Rav Bar Ava found a brisa that says explicitly. It's not only when you say Hareini Nazir if there's going, even if you said Hareini Nazir Shimshon if there's going to be a hundred uh, kur means that they're talking about a case of Nazir and still the uh, Mishnah Tahara says you go Lakula. Your answer that a person doesn't put himself suffering according to Yehuda when it's worse than Avada won't work. Someone says like this. So therefore, Amar of Adabar Ava Tanya Nazir Shimshon that he found a bride that says Nazir Shimshon. I'm a lady, Tanya Tanya. If you find such a bride, so you found such a bride. So. Now the Ron says, what does that mean? Either obviously I'm wrong, meaning then I can't. The answer that I want to reconcile that our mission is going like Rabbi Yehuda and the mission of Tahara is going to be going like Rabbi Yehuda, but there because the Suffolk is worse, you go Lahakel, but here it's not. That obviously doesn't work because it doesn't work for the case of Nazir Shimshon. So my answer is wrong. Or else, the Ron says, maybe it means that there happen to be two Tanoyim as to what Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is. There's one Shita that Rabbi Yehuda holds that Suffolk Nazirus is Lahakel when it comes out when a Suffolk is Muhammad. The other Shita holds that Rabbi Yehuda's Shita is that even as, even when it's not, the, the, the Suffolk is not less than the, uh, 
then the, it's not it's not more chomer than the father. You still would say stopik lahakel, and therefore our Mishnah then cannot go like that, Rabbi Yehuda, because our Rabbi Yehuda's version is that you go lechumra by nadarim. That can't be so to make a machlokas tanoim as to what Rabbi Yehuda's shita is. Let's go back to Ravashi Amar. Ravashi says a different answer. He says like this: It's possible that the the Mishnah. That 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 that, that, that the uh, in Tahar uh, that we brought down right we asked the contradiction that Lachora how could it be that Rabbi Yehuda because this is a contradiction you have to answer anyway our Mishnah seems to imply that Yehuda holds that Stam Nazirus or Stam Nadorim is going to be Lahachner and Rabbi Yehuda said that when you have a pile and you're not sure how much is in there you have to go I mean, you go Lakula. You, for the Nazi, go Lakula. So the question is, how do you reconcile it? So one way we wanted to say is that because the suffix is more Chomer, but we see you run into a problem with Nazar Shimshon with that. So it says like this, that maybe the territory is different, is that Rabbi Yehuda actually wasn't his own opinion. His own opinion is, just the Stam the Dorim is Lahachmir, Stam the Zerus would be Lahachmir, no, no, no contradiction. I, what about the Yehuda? He wasn't saying his own opinion. He was quoting his Rebbe, Rabbi Tarfun. Now, what are we going to see? Rabbi Tarfun holds is that Nazirus, the Torah says, it has to be Bahaflor. You have to articulate it that at the time you say it, we know what you mean. So therefore, even if there was a hundred kur, it wouldn't make a difference. Because when, we, when you said, Harani Nazir, if there's a hundred kur, at that moment we didn't know if there's a hundred kur. If we didn't know there's a hundred kur at that moment, there was no haflor. And that's why, that's, that's, so Rabbi Yehuda's own sheet is Tam Nazirus is Bahachner. That Rabbi Yehuda over there is quoting Rabbi Tarfun, and that's Rabbi Tarfun's shita. And the case over there, by the way, goes like this. It's a case where a man's coming to be, to walk into them, he's got long hair. Two guys are standing there. One said, Harani Nazir, if he's a Nazir. The other one says, Harani Nazir, if he's not a Nazir. So Lechora, one of them should be a Nazir. Comes on with Arvim, he then is a Nazir. Why? Because at the time when they made the statement, there's no half law. We don't know. The articulation's not, there's not clarity's not there. Neither one. That's Rabbi Yehuda that says the same thing by the pile. That's what the more is answering. So Moses says like this. So Amar, so Ravashi Amar, I hear of Yehuda Mishun Ritarpani. So Yehuda Mishun Ritarpani, the sign of Yehuda Mishun Ritarpani, Oimer, Ein Echad Mehem Nozir. In the case where they're walking towards them, neither one is a Nozir. But Vishalon Nitna Nazirus El Aflor. Nazirus has to be with clear articulation. There has to be the transparency. At the time you said it, we have to know what's going on. If we have to wait until further clarification later on, it's not binding specifically for the laws of Nazirus. And that is when Rabbi Yehuda over there is saying, that's what is going like that Shita. Says in one, it's difficult to understand. Because what is the case of that? Yehuda says that if the, if the, if the pile burnt down or the pile is not here anymore, you are not a Nazir. According to Rav Shimon, you are a Nazir, right? So Rav Shimon says you're a Nazir because that the, the sub, because of the, uh, a subject we got to go to the We're saying if Yehuda holds, you're not. Why? Because there was no articulation. Then who cares whether it burnt down? Who cares whether the pile is not around anymore? If Yehuda is going in the sheet of Rabbi Tarfun, then you're not a Nazir even if we measure it and it comes out being a hundred. So why is the case over there that there's something happened to the pile? Someone says like this, Iachi, that's shot in Rabbi Yehuda, so my area should nignav oisha never. Who cares that it was stolen or lost? Someone says like this, I'll tell you why. You're right, if Yehuda himself holds, you're not going to be a Nazir, he's going to the Shita Rabbi Tarfun, even if it's here to measure. But it's telling you the Chiddush in Rabbi Tarfun, the Chiddush, I mean, the Chiddush in Rabbi Shimon, in Rabbi Shimon, because Rabbi Shimon holds your, your Nazir, even though it comes out now that you'll be a Nazir forever. Even though you're put, you, he holds, you're willing to put yourself in a situation of suffake, even if it cannot, that's what it's telling you. The reason why it makes that case to show you the chumra of Rabbi Shimon, that he holds that you're a Nazir misuffake, even though you put, you could say a person was not willing to put himself in such a situation. Kamash Malan, something that Rabbi Shimon's shita is, that even if he put himself in that situation, it's bound as a Nazir. That's why it creates that case. So why is it like this? A person is willing to put himself in such a situation uh, under certain circumstances. So there it comes out like this. comes out that, uh, that uh, our Mishnah that holds that Suffolk Nazirus, Lahachma, could be Rab Shimon, it could even be the Shita of Rab Yehuda. I receive Yehuda says Stam Nadarim Lahakel and the Mishnah Tahar. That's going like Yehuda according to Rabbi Tarfun. 
Because you don't have clarity at the time you make Nazirus, that it's not binding. So therefore, a suffix situation is not going to be binding because it's not clear at the time. But that's how you can reconcile the two. Let's just finish up to the end. So we have here a contradiction. Right? That of Yehuda we said holds like this, that in, that if Yehuda said Stamtrum, in Yehuda, where people are familiar with Kahanim, with, 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 with uh, and also, uh, I'm sorry, they're familiar with the Truma of the grain. And they're also familiar with the Truma Salishka, so it could go either way, so therefore you go Lechumra. Right? Whereas, it, if it's in the Galil, where they're not familiar with uh, with, 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 with They're only familiar with grain, so therefore they clearly meant the grain, so therefore it is not going to be binding, because truma is, uh, the grain is not something you can make a nether to attach a loaf of bread to. But it's mashma though that if in the Galil, if the Galil they would be familiar with truma salishka equally as truma's Agorim, Tamakirin, Asurim, Alma, Vesveka, Lechumras. You see, that's what we should like I said before. You see, there's with the Suffolk, like the Tanakama, Suffolk, Lechumra, when it comes to Nadorim. Now, Amos says, the problem is the next line of the Mishnah seems to be a continuation of Yehuda. What does it say over there? Stam Charamin. Now, Charamin could either mean Charme Kohen, which is not binding, or it could be Charme Hedges, which is binding. So it says, Stam Charamin, Be Yehuda, Mutarin in Yehuda, where they are familiar with Kohanim as well as the Beis Hamikdash, because Kohanim used to live around the Beis Hamikdash. There we say Mutarin. The Galil Asurim, Shainan Shagal Mekirin is Charmei Kohanim, because the Kohanim never lived in the Galil, so they weren't familiar with Charmei Kohanim. The only thing they were they knew about was Charmei Hebdish. Therefore, the majority is Charmei Hebdish was binding. But it's Choritz Mashma though that where they are Mekirin for both. Where they would be makirim for charme hegdish and charme kohanim, like is in, in Yehuda, what would be the din? Hamakir, it'd be mutarim. What happened to Safek Haramim Lechumra? What's Safek Nadarim Lechumra? Says in Mora Amas Sveika Lekula. Here we're saying Sveika Lekula. So I'm Rabbi, that last line of the Mishnah is not going like Rabbi Yehuda. It's not going like the Tanakhama. It's a new shita. Abai Seifa is going to Rabbi Lazarus Sadduk. That's actually a new shita. That's the shita of Rabbi Sadduk. The son of Rabbi Yehuda, I am Stam Truma Rabbi Yehuda Asura. He says Stam Truma in Yehuda Asura because Kohanim lived there and they had the base Amigdash. So it's meek equally could be Truma. It could be Charme. I'm sorry. It could be Truma. It could be Trumas, what's his name? Uh, 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 the Truma, it could be Trumas Hegdesh, Trumas Halishka, or it could be Truma, and therefore you've got to go to Chumra. Rebelazar, Baratzadak, Emmer, now in the Brighter version, you actually see it's another opinion. Then the case of Stam Charonim, which could go either way, the Galil, if it's in Yehuda, it's going to be Mutarim. Dafi in Galil, it doesn't go either way because Kohanim don't live there, so that only it's Asurim. But you see that his opinion is that if it can go either way, then you go lenient. But if it doesn't go either way, it, it only goes one way, so then you go the Chumrah if it means it could mean Hector. But it could be 50-50, Stam Charamim, which was Stam Nadarim, he holds is Lahakel, and that's arguing with Rabbi Yehuda. It's a Machlov Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Lezman Sadak in the last line of Amishnah, even though it doesn't mention that it's going like Rabbi Lezman Sadak. Happens to be the position of Rabbi Loza Ben Sadak. We'll stop over here, gentlemen.